0: This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking, because boring is steady, pragmatic, responsible. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for red carpets, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money, so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC.
1: Hello, and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane with our very special guest as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos we'll be having a natter with them about, they're on the episode image, and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at memory lane podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. This is what I was saying to someone the other day. I was a newcomer, and now I get called veteran. That's a word that's been coming up. Oh, yeah. And I think, what happened to that middle bit? I don't think you... We had a middle bit. We just were... Wait, why did that not happen, the middle bit? Newcomer, veteran. Yeah, I know. We've... And that's... Which is that's code for, like, axis. past it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now people can come to us, can't they, for advice? Well, it's great if you want to be a bit patronising. It's lovely. Oh, I, but, um, I'm leaning into that. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And when people say veteran, I'm like, sure, that's a lovely word. But what mm-hmm. annoys me is it implies that there was something prior to it that was a plateau, like a, like a kind of like smashed it zone. No, I think it implies newcomer, the opposite. Newcomer, 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 veteran. Yeah, it was that? Newcomer, 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 newcomer. Didn't make it, veteran. There we go. Yes, yes. You've gone right that, over the edge there. Ne- yeah. Never happened, veteran. Like when you do a festival, I was never in the big letters. Oh, don't go, don't, I don't want to talk about the letters. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't talk about letters on posters, okay? It's, it's one of the most. Billing, top billing. I can't. I've never I've, been I've, top billing. I've, when my name, and obviously I need glasses, so who am I to judge, but when my name is so small that I can't make it out with my reading glasses, I'm like, well, what's the point? I mean, uh, what's the point it's of being a It's never good veteran? to feel that you're uh, the opticians doing a sight yeah. test when you're looking at your own name on a, on a festival yeah, poster. On a festival poster, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what, I think I did one um, festival where my name was in Medium. Medium. Oh, I've done Medium, and I felt like I I felt was, I'd so made good. it. So good. But it, I was like, but why did I never get big letters? No, we're not big letter, we're not big letter people. <laughs> <We're> no, <laughs> I mean, we just, I mean, like, I know that about me. I know I'm not big letters. But I'm medium letters, and that... There's still a bit of me that wants big letters, though, I just, Jen. it's too late. We're veterans. Let it go. We're veterans. We're veterans yeah. now. It can't happen. We've okay, missed that. Fucking hell, man. I don't think I'm ready. We've done the, we've, look, I've told you, we've done we we've done the done. newcomer, newcomer. Newcomer. <laughs> newcomer, 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 newcomer. Never made it. Veteran. And so now we're on the downward. We're on the downward. We were on the upward and it felt good, didn't it? Because we were like, where will We could run workshops. Where will this end? Where will this end? It's ended. We could run workshops in how to never make it. Oh, I'm not doing that. I've done that. I'm never doing it again. No one wants to hear from me about anything. That, I do. No, you don't. There's, nobody does. I do. They, I love hearing from you about your views on things. No, it's one of my favourite things. Yeah, but only so you can sort of laugh at me. No, no. I see you as a wise lady. Oh I see you as a veteran. God. As a veteran. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel good about that. I see you as a wise lady. I do. I do proffer advice. Actually, um, embarrassing. Well, you've got gut biome advice for the oh, young people. We've <laughs> got to look at your gut. Trying to talk to young people and thinking you're connecting with them, talking about gut, about gut flora, <laughs> and then just blinking back at you. I mean, that is exactly. That's exactly what happened Just a poor young actress Looking at me like Full of dreams Newcomer, newcomer, newcomer She's on the newcomer She's on the newcomer She's on that bit Dreams, hopes, ambitions Yeah All that And you're like Have you thought about your gut biome? I mean I literally interrupted All of her dreams To ask her about her gut biome I mean it it wakes me up 3am that that conversation (laughs) I can't believe I did that. And also, have you ever done that where you start talking about something and you know the person you're talking to isn't interested? They're, they're yep. you That's can see it, life. but you're like, I've committed to this, I've got to get to the end. So I'm going to end. Well, what we do with those moments is you just try and play it for jokes, don't you? You just go, I've started on something, I'm way out of my depth, I'll gag it up. Yeah, I think I was so out of my depth, the gags, the gags weren't coming. And so I, it just got more Shit. earnest. Yeah, a yeah, sure. very earnest conversation about gut flora. Who are we talking to well, today, Jen? We are talking to Alison on this week's episode. Who I love. We love her. She's a Canadian ray of sunshine. Mm. Um, she is uber positive all the time. If Alison should have a moment of negativity, it feels like the world's gone upside down. It doesn't make sense. It uh, feels like she's tipped into magical fact realism. It's magical realism. And, you know, turns out I'm <laughs> not into that. Um, <laughs> no, she was so wonderful I, You're right, she is a really She has a very sunny disposition she's, That woman She's got a positive vibe She's on tour at the moment And I yes. cannot recommend her show enough I've seen it and it's bloody brilliant And we had a fine old time Having a chat with my dear, dear I love friend love her pictures. Alison, yeah We loved her photos June Smith, my podcast pal. Yay. Um, oh, yes, you do have a podcast. Yeah, we've got a podcast. <laughs> yeah. See, you must be, like, sick of each other in the form of podding together, or is it We're, just... We don't pod in... We never... We pod on Zoom. Yeah. Because Alison lives in Manchester, so we... Do We, you? we yeah. don't pod in the same didn't room. I know that?
0: Yeah, I've lived in Manchester. So I lived in London for, like, two years, but in the 11 years I've been here, I've always been Manchester.
1: Yeah. Alison is now going on tour... Mm-hmm, for the first time, for the first oh, time. Oh, it's your first tour. This yeah. is exciting. Yeah, I've never... Look, because...
0: I, I mean, I, I do the circuit. I've been a comedian going for a long time. I'm not going to say how many years because I don't want to. Oh, know. 220
1: say. 225. Say. I'm enjoying saying how long I've been going now. It's sort of not, it's fun to sort of tip into veteran status. It is, it is. Okay, <laughs> I've been
0: going 23 years now. <gasps>
1: yes, yeah. decades.
0: I'm 23 years old in regards to being a
1: comedian. Being in the game 23 years is something If you celebrate. can make a living from totally. this. Do you know what I mean? I just think that's such a huge achievement. Like, Thinking mm-hmm. of new jokes for 23 oh, years God. is yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking
0: miraculous. Miraculous. Changing and growing. and yes. But, you know, I, had no, uh, uh, I didn't think I was going to be a comic. Like, that wasn't on the cards. I wanted to be an actress, right? Right. Very much like Joan, Joan Rivers. I wanted to be an actress. And the only reason I got into comedy was because comedy was about... It had nothing to do with how I looked. Because, look, you can be a brilliant actor. You can be very talented. But let's be honest, a lot of film and television is, do you look what we need? Yeah. Do you, well, it's you about know.
1: casting. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So I was like, what is a performance medium... That doesn't, you know, I don't have to fit a look. And that's when I was like, oh, maybe I'll try stand-up comedy. Because that just requires me to be funny. Mm-hmm. That just, and it's more me. It yeah. was up to me. I had control. So that's the only reason I ever started to do stand-up. And then it just...
1: And you started in Canada? Yeah. And how long were you doing it there before you came here? About Eight years. Okay, so it was pretty established.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I had been going, like I had filmed a TV special. Right, right. Yeah, and then, but I just knew there was more work over here, and I had a British passport because, you know, my dad is from Manchester, my grandmother's from Manchester, and I had always had this British passport and just never even dawned on me to use it. An ex-boyfriend who was a comedian was like, you should really get your passport. There's lots of work in England. And this was like a decade ago or whatever, and then one day I was in my apartment in Toronto. I had moved to Toronto, and this, the passport fell on the ground. And I was like, oh, Oh my God, I have a British passport. No way. And I was beginning to feel the ceiling of Canada because there is a very low ceiling in Canada. We are totally uh, engulfed by the US, so there is no celebrity system in Canada. There is no like TV places for comedians to be seen. Nobody, there was no celebrity, nothing. If you were Canadian, you just got to get out and go to the States and that's how you get seen.
1: Really? So as soon as you got here, you were like, right, this is where I'm staying now. Well,
0: yeah. Like, I came over a couple of times to, like, visit. Because uh, I always believed, like, you got to check out a place. I never was like, I'm going to go to England start making money. My first trip was, let's see if I like it. Let's try and get in places. But had
1: you been coming back and forth anyways to the UK? You were familiar with the UK. Uh,
0: well, the first trip, no. I had never really come to the UK. Despite...
1: This family connection with Manchester and yeah. this sitting part No, not
0: until I decided to move to the UK. But my first trip was a trip to see if I liked it. Uh-huh. And then after the first trip, I realized... This is, this is how long ago it was. I realized, I, if I can get on with junglers... <laughs> oh yeah (laughs) that guarantees me a certain Mm. amount of money a year exactly and i was living in manchester living with a friend's aunt she was charging me like 200 quid a month to live there Mm -hmm. and i thought if i could get a couple and so i stocked junglers then my next trip out i showcased for them and then i called them like every week following and eventually she was like well you are (laughs) you won't give up will you and i was like no julia donna I oh, like, Donna! I will keep calling Donna. And she's like, all right, well, if you move to the UK, I guarantee you. Donna was pretty good like that. She guaranteed me two weekends a month. Okay. So for that's me, I was like, that's starting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that's when I moved over when I was like, okay, I'm guaranteed this. And then I just kind of went from there. And the North, there was a lot of gigs. And yeah. I also thought there was, because I come from like a road working background. I'm from Alberta. I'm in Canada where there's like distances between gigs. So I was like, Manchester kind of suits that vibe for me. Whereas I knew London was showcase city and I thought, well, I don't, if you're in showcase city and maybe you get a bad showcase, like that could really, so I was like, I'll just stay up north and work and make money and figure out the country and then slowly... Do a little bit of London and do a little bit of London. Yeah, so that yeah. was my... You had a
1: plan. I had a plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just ask you one question? I don't think I've ever asked you this. Yeah. Is that because this is your first tour yeah. show, Yeah. did you know what you wanted to say? Because I feel like your first tour show is quite a big deal in terms of like showcasing who you are as a comic. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's quite... um. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, 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 one of those stages in your career as a comic I just don't know how you, why you decided to do it this year. and Because I've, I've been moaning at you for a while. You have been encouraging me.
0: See, I'll take a positive spin on it. You mm-hmm. have been encouraging me for quite some time. I think because for the first time ever, I was like, you know what? With the change of social media, with the change of everything, people can find you and know who you are. I yeah. think before I thought there was no point in touring because... I'm I'm not on any TV shows. I'm not on who's gonna know me. So I'm like, now the world is such a different place. Audiences yeah. have changed so much that I'm like, yeah. what would the ultimate joy be? Yeah. People being there for you, you not having to worry whether or not they like you, they're already in, and yeah. then just being able to deliver things that you wanna <gasps> say. Oh, oh. yeah, babe. Oh. oh, she's Henry. saying
1: <laughs> she's saying, yes. Oh, My <laughs> baby. She's in the room. Look at the cat not giving a shit. Doesn't care at all. <laughs> Keep forgetting you've got a dog. Shut up. Um, sorry about that. No. That was a really good statement that the she was saying. I think I think that's a really good way to what the what she was saying is now let's move on to the photos. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, I've got to go to, we're gonna to go to the first picture as <laughs> oh, Okay. Listen. Awesome. What's going Let, on there? Let's yeah. unpack this because yeah. look perspective is definitely playing its part yeah my head looks looks massive why is your head so big
0: i have no idea i think it was a bad photographer i think we went to one of those like it's not the angle i don't think it's an angle issue i mean maybe i had a big head when i was a child i certainly don't now but well it's
1: a massive head
0: it's a massive head it's It's
1: like Like, i look like a bobble i think it's a perspective it's an angle thing you look a little doll Yes. You know like the dolls so they've got little bodies. and Like, like a 60s yeah. ornament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I love about that I picture particularly the is
0: the fringe, the bangs. Why I always love it is because my father cut my fringe and he did the he did. putting tape, like tape, clear Whoa. tape, and then like cut. But you, that always goes wrong, everyone. Yes. And that is evidence of oh how it goes God. really wrong. Because
1: the bowl cut, what we know to be the bowl cut, he mm-hmm. was like, I take the bowl cut and I raise it to a sellotape cut. Yeah. Because sellotape well, doesn't stick to hair.
0: No, as we found out. And uh, the hair very much moves.
1: (laughs) And (laughs) as is the evidence there (laughs) by whatever the hell fringes that. You look cool with it.
0: Well, you know, I didn't have much choice. What I love is that my parents were like, let's just go with it.
1: So tell me about who this little girl is. What's your... She was uh, childhood.
0: Quiet. I was a quiet child. Really? Oh my god, I was so quiet. In fact, in like grade two, they took me out to test me because they're like, she doesn't talk. Like, oh is, my she, god. is she okay? Wow. I was just a really quiet child. I never wanted to like Cause upset, so I was just. My mom used to always say, Oh, you were so mature from such a young age, you just you were so quiet, you <laughs> cried a lot. I was like, mm, I think that's a parenting thing, but anyway, uh, <laughs> she, interpretation, yeah.
1: Different generations have different ways of dealing just with a real mature child, you yeah. didn't cause, cause many problems. would be like, Why is this child with it? specialist.
0: Broken. Yeah, no, they didn't even take me to specialists, the school was like, We.
1: Like she doesn't talk. Yeah, but like now it's, (laughs) our attitude is so different. There'd be more hand-wringing. I think, you know, Alison, you haven't really changed that much. You're still very much that person that comes into a room and wants to make everybody feel okay. Well,
0: look at the eyes. You can even see me sussing out the room. Is everyone, what's going on? I don't know how I feel about this photographer, our mom and dad in the room. What's going
1: on? Yes. And and that sort of, the black, there's a sort of, you do look like a a senior person in the body of a (laughs) a
0: child.
1: You look like you're sort of... um, A ruffled collar. Yes. Like a senior civil servant that's Mm -hmm. trapped in the body (laughs) of a child. I, I love that waistcoat, though. I had a um, a velvet... Is that velvet? I believe it is velvet. So that yep. green velvet waistcoat that you had, I had a maroon one Ooh. with a gold trim. Yes. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Do you remember those? Yeah. It's yeah, a lot of maroon, I recall. Lots. Oh, culottes. Ooh. I had loads of culottes. I had culottes. were place. massive in the 80s. And I had a younger brother, so when my dad did the laundry, he would put my brother in my collots because he thought they were Jesse's trousers. He's like, they're oh. Kerry's culottes! <laughs> also, culottes, because they sort of doubled up, like my mum couldn't get me in a skirt. That was the thing that you yeah. had in the 80s. you put your kid in culottes. Cause...
0: For anyone who doesn't know what collots are, it's like a skirt-short combo kind of. Really baggy, long... Not trousers short. like
1: so the length of a knee. Yeah, it went to the knee. Yeah, yeah but I thought it, it was a skirt. Yeah, but if you want to sit cross-legged, you donkey. can. Surprise trousers. I can't go go. <laughs> yeah, You exactly. exactly. climb a tree, you can. <laughs> they great. Yeah. yeah. Bring back um, collets, I bring say. Bring back collots. <laughs> Where did the colots go? But so, um, how old are you there? You look. I mean, it's. It's. You could be uh, two. You could be twelve. I can't. I can't. Twelve. <laughs> I think. <laughs> 12. <laughs> I think I was, how old would I be there? What is that like? Well, I'm going to say you're three or
0: four. Yeah, I was going to say three or four. I think what that you're would be super cute.
1: Super cute. So cute. I was little. I was a little. Yeah you do you look tiny yeah. So the, your head the dichotomy of uh interpreting a quiet person becoming a performer sure, is yeah. ever interesting isn't it so why is why when did you make the journey between Quiet person and public speaker?
0: Ah, uh, junior high, middle school, age of 13, when I was trying to find my place and I found my first drama
1: class, and that's when I found home. Is that that. where you found your people? That's where I found home. Yeah, 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 we've all been there, babe. When you find your tribe, you're like, hello!
0: (laughs) I literally remember the day it happened, we were doing a mask workshop. Yes! Yeah, masking, and I put on a mask (laughs) of an old man, and I started to play this character, the old man, and everyone in the class was like, (gasps) they couldn't stop watching me. They're like, she's so funny. She's so good. And I think it was because I had been so ridiculed. I was a little bit bullied. So I think having the mask and being someone different and then all of a sudden having all the eyes on me and then being like, wow, she's so good at being somebody else. I was like, well, that's what I will just continue to do then wow. for the rest of my... And that's when I found like where I could be.
1: Yeah, where it was safe. And I know you've talked about this a lot on our podcast about feeling, you know, when you're a kid, you're bullied and having yeah. to manage yourself and manage your... You know, yourself as an adolescent, which I think was pretty rough. I guess when you get on stage and people enjoy you. I mean, there's no feeling like that. There's a little bit of worship going on there, which I always love. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Professional faith. Life is a highway, and on it, there will be
0: many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Mitt Crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no brainer, deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food, add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. When it comes to fitness, what's real? How about when it really, truly fits your life? That's how anytime fitness sees it. Because our coaches see you, it's how they build personal plans that work wherever you are and focus on everything that matters from fitness to nutrition to recovery. Also, so you can push yourself further than ever or just through the next rep. It's total 360 support for a real difference. That's Anytime Fitness. That's Real AF. Visit anytimefitness.com. So is this you and your sister? Yeah. So that's my little sister uh, and my grandma who is from Manchester and she would fly to Canada every summer and spend the summer with us. So my parents both worked. She would come in the summer and be with us. So every summer of my childhood, my grandma would come and stay with us. So she was kind of like my third parent in the uh, summer. So what we...
1: took your family to Canada? My dad
0: was in the British Army. He was a plumber. And then when he got out of the army... I think he came back to Manchester and just looked around and was like, "I don't." There's nothing really like he was what 20, 22 or something. And I right. think he was like, "I just." He had seen Christmas Island. He had traveled to Africa. He and I think he just wanted to keep seeing the world. So he just was like, "They needed plumbers in either Australia or Canada." He had watched a a movie about cowboys and was like, "But I like that. I'm going to Canada." Right, so, right.
1: so what year would that have been? 70s. Oh,
0: yeah, 70s. Yeah, that's.
1: And did he go straight to? Because you, you grew up in Calgary, so yes. d- is that, so he never lived in another part of Canada, yep. and then ended up there, yep, right to Calgary. Because it's an interesting—that's not a part of Canada that people tend to vi- well, visit. Visit? Not, not at, it's at all. Like Nobody goes to Calgary. like Vancouver or Toronto or.
0: or but up he in wanted quite the, the remote.
1: He wanted the countryside and the nature. I
0: think there was just that's where work was. I see. As a plumber, it was like Calgary was a booming. Is that where the oil is? Yeah. It's like like we were Oil saying in the car. It's Texas, where I grew up. Calgary yeah. is like Dallas, so I'm from Alberta, which is like Texas, the Texas of Canada, ah. and Calgary is like Dallas, right? Bigger the hair, the closer to God. Big trucks, big, you know, right. like yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where I grew up. It's very like the bigger the hair, the closer to God. It elaborate, is, yeah. yeah. Um, and I saw so he. I, I think that's why he went there. There was just.
1: He and was he met work. your mom there. Yes, yeah, and she's, she's from so, there. She is
0: from. Prince Edward Island, which is another part of Canada. And so she moved to Your mom has a very specific Canadian accent. Oh, it's a very, it's that kind of, it's almost Fargo. Like it's East Coast. Uh, They have a little bit, some of them sound very Irish. Right. It's a very, like a singy song. It's, yeah. yeah, And so my mom has a, a very distinctive, I'm sure I amp it up a little bit for comedic purposes, but she is very much like that whenever she talks. It's a very yeah Ooh, you know even if she's but she can turn right because so she's very like oh sweetheart who ate all the lettuce like it's a very like very quick changes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: so you were really close to your grandma she yeah. came every year yeah. and and you were really close yeah like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she see so. i mean she must have been a pretty intrepid woman because she doesn't look like a spring chicken in this picture, and she was coming over for six weeks every summer. She taught us how to do cartwheels. Like this Whoa. was the Wait, age. So she must have been in like her seventies. Yeah. yeah, for and she, sure. And and that's a long. And also that's just to be clear, Alberta is far away. It's like West Coast. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, think like about the, the
0: cost of it at that time. British Airways would have been the only thing that existed. So that I was about, like, what about, like, about Air Canada? Trip? Oh yeah, Air maybe Canada. Air Canada, yeah, Ooh, maybe. Look at me like, oh, maybe she yeah. must have. Uh, I mean. She must have loved those summer trips. I think she really did. Because she got to see all this cool stuff, like... And she'd buy cowboy boots and they'd drive to Alaska. Like, my uncle would take... Her, you know, wow. like, she got to see... And you're right see... by the Rocky
1: Mountains as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful part of Canada to be... I mean, I know you're from there, so you're kind of a little bit like, yeah, whatever. But she was from Manchester. But she's but she from Manchester. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. "Wow, laughs> what, is this is good. This? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she left Moss Side to come this all peaks the way. The peaks. Yeah. I'm sure the
0: first time she saw my parents' house, which, you know, we just have a little nice little bungalow, but... <laughs> When you compare it to a lot of the homes in the UK, I'm sure she was like, you have a palace. You have succeeded. Yeah, totally. But Canada's just bigger. Everything's yeah, bigger. Yeah, there's more so.
1: space. I mean, Alberta is even different from like going somewhere like Toronto. Yeah. It is, this culturally, it's quite different, even those two cities, let alone going over to... Yeah.
0: And also, I didn't come to London. I came to Manchester. Mm. I was in the north. It's like being trapped ago. in a Lowry painting, isn't it? It's sort of, <laughs>
1: really? There's something very specific about Manchester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's uh, My
0: first agent was Scouse, and I remember she would call me, and I, I didn't know what she was saying uh, a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what she was saying, and she'd be like, Oh can I swear? Am I allowed to? Yeah. So she be, be like, like you, you fucking I thought, we'll get a bitch, money, a few bob in your pocket, love, and, I'll do, you know, chick. Chick. And I'd be like, I don't H. even know what's going on. But yes, never. yes, yes, I'll do the gig. Is that a gig you're offering me? Yeah, I'll do it. Like, it was such a, it was a real culture shock. And again, this country 10 years ago,
1: it's changed. Manchester's it changed oh, so in 10 much. Years. Everything's Manchester's changed. Manchester's my best mate did her degree in Manchester Uni, so I used to go up quite a lot in the 90s, and it just was another place. I mean, mm-hmm. another way. I lived in Peckham at the time, and she lived in Rush Home. That's <laughs> where I live now. Right. I live in so Rush Very yeah. different kinds of, uh, yeah. I remember once seeing this guy just stood in the middle of the road. Pissed out of his fucking head, swinging a belt, buckle out. <laughs> and I was like, where am I? Yeah. It was the first time I'd ever been in an off-license that had glass around the booth. <laughs> and you had to buy it through a kind of crack in the booth. You know, it was like, what is this place? Yeah. This is another landscape altogether. Yeah. I, I mean, like Manchester was a place that when I first started gigging, you couldn't buy a coffee. I remember you telling me this story. I just used to find it so weird that you could, you go into a cafe and you'd be like, can I get a coffee? And they'd be like, fucking coffee. (laughs) We've got mellow, bird. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Have a cup and see (laughs) what's up fucking moment. Which She reminded me of the other day a little story where she was, she's in this little terrace in Rush Home, and then this, she came home early from college one day, and this bloke was in her house, like a burglar. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he went, all right, all right, and just <laughs> went out the back, <laughs> carrying a telly. All right, all right. And just looked aggrieved so and irritated. Just fucking nicking your
0: telly. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it so much. Like, I've just realised too, that my favourite, Northern female saying You know if a girl Says this to you Shit's about to get real I'm not being funny Right Oh yeah But as yeah. Soon, I'm impressed. not being funny you're Right your But you're in. like Oh no Nothing funny Is about to happen Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, You know I'm not being funny Right but Ooh What's about to happen Yeah <laughs> it's very exciting But yeah But I mean Manchester's changed so much I also just have to Really put in a positive word For Manchester Because it, Literally to me now I'm like It is It's changed so much In 10 years Yeah and it, it's it's so I mean what do you want you can get it in Manchester you can get everything you want in Manchester that you could get in London only it's a bit more affordable and you have a little bit more time in the day that's how I feel (laughs) about Manchester
1: yeah Alison, tell us what's the next picture you yeah, want us to tell, look at. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump. Okay, so let's. Which one should do, we go to? Do you want us to do Jody's wedding? Or? Yeah, let's
0: do my best friend's wedding. That was a nice one. That was just a secret shot that I didn't know. So, my best friend, her name is Jody. Um, She's been my best friend since university. She is my rock. I think everyone needs to find a, a Jody, A Jody, A supportive, but yet tough love. Best friend. Right. Everyone, not a yes person. You don't need a yes person in a best friend. You need someone who's like, I am telling you this because I love you, mm-hmm. and here's the truth. And tough so, love. tough love. She's always been that person for me. So tell us yeah. about Jody. So Jody is uh, like, you know, you just have those best friends, those people that you meet. We met over a taco salad at what? university. Wait. A taco salad. Oh yeah. Okay. What university was this? University of L.A. Lethbridge, Alberta. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> My face did a really quick turnaround <laughs> <laughs> Even I was like You never told me you went to
0: Alpersa mm-hmm. okay, Lethbridge, cool. Alberta, LA <laughs> Yeah uh, it was a very rural university, like a lot of small towns. And Jody and I actually, once we met, we realized we had been living parallel lives because she lived kind of just outside of Calgary in a place called Blackie. I grew up in Calgary, but I used to go to this small town called High River because I had a friend in High River and I used to love going to this small town because you could have like, you could drink. Like in the city, it's hard to drink, but out in small towns, you could yeah. go out there and like Same bush here. parties. Yeah. And like, oh, wow. I had never experienced that. So... I, we realized over time, oh my God, we were probably at all of these same parties, like getting Ah. drunk as like 17 year olds. Like, I'm like, did you make out with Jamie? She's like, yeah, I made out with Jamie. I was like, I made out with Jamie. (laughs) Like we've made out with the same boys. We went to the same party. So So you were destined to meet. Yes. Yeah. 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 And And were you doing the same degree? No, she is uh, an accountant. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I always joke. Uh, and she always says to me, don't, don't ever tell the... This is- and it's a joke. She's always like, don't tell the audience you used to be a teacher. The moment you say that, they will think you're boring. I was like, thank you. Accountant, yeah <laughs> for that feedback, that, I really appreciate fair, it, because you guys fair. are wild, um so yeah, she's an accountant, but she is truly one of the funniest people. like it's interesting because when I introduce her to comedians, often comedians will want to keep in touch with her, and I've had several Canadian comedians be like like they'll send her joke ideas or like chat with her, and I was like, Oh, my, you are. Trying to get my best friend to help you. Because she's not, but she's, she's just funny. so funny. She's, like she's funny. And she gets it. Like yeah, yeah. For a lot of years when I was beginning, a lot of the best stuff that ever, we, we would just like sit together and like brainstorm a and joke. And, and she would like look at me and be like, okay, but why is that thing funny? Like, what is funny about that? You and never so, wanted to perform with her? No, she's not really a performer. She's not, she had but no she desire. She
1: enjoys the whole thing Loves of like, it. Joking with friends, banter, being in the oh. room, being funny in the room—it's so present. It's it, so it, good. It's, it's so many. So, so many of the funniest people I know would never dream of stepping on stage, but like when you're hanging out with them, yeah. they're just hilarious. But if comedians the them- are chasing that, aren't they? They're chasing that kind of natural funny. Funny. If you can bring that. When you first fall in love and have a good crack with your best mate. Yeah. If you can bring the juice of that. And contrive and it. And contrive it yeah. and replicate it that's on stage. Real. Yes. That's the real deal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's the elixir of comedy. <laughs> yeah. And
0: she she's a smart person. Like, so Stuart Francis, who is a very good mate of mine, very talented comedian, who's now retired. Uh, the first time he met Jodie, he was like, I, she is unbelievably funny. Right. And I was like. I know.
1: (laughs) And he's like, but has zero interest. And it doesn't want to do it. Thank
0: God. Yeah. But she, yeah, she's, and she's just really special. She must miss
1: you. So she lives, she stays in Canada, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. In Calgary. So yeah, Yeah. to not... It was hard. You're a long way away from each other. It was hard. It took, it took
0: some time to, you know, but we you know, she's, I'll never let go of her. I'll yeah. never let go of her and she'll never let go of me. And she's like, you know, till the end. I, I've started to be like, so when we're old, like, are we going to get a house together, mm-hmm. all of us? <laughs> and hire one person to take care of all of us? Like, great. is that the plan? The you is that? Danny already knows. Nice. Yeah, Danny's like, great, no problem. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's withagenc ycom ninety-five shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime
1: i remember you did panto was this pre-pandemic yes yes this is is the fairy yes in uh was it preston preston
0: i was in preston Guildhall, and i got to be the fairy godmother in cinderella i had seen a panto i in canada we don't have pantos i didn't even know what pantomime was i think it's a british thing i don't think
1: panto exists outside of this country and and why would it
0: I know. It's so fun, though. Are you kidding? It's like what? Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show for children. You get to be a part of the interaction. He's behind you. It's like this... It's so... It's so Alison, i got to tell you, mm.
1: I have been to some shockers. Well,
0: me too. Where
1: yeah. I think has time stood still. I'd, <laughs> you know when it's like... look, I, and No disrespect, but it's like... It's people from the village. They've turned up. they put <laughs> yeah. on a show. Yeah. And uh, Chloe's bought tickets. And I've gone, there's a reason... There's only people from the village here, and us. It's because everybody knows Dave. I don't know Dave. <laughs> I don't think Dave's funny. Dave, you're not. Dave over doesn't at this. even think. He's Dave funny. doesn't. Think it, Dave's not convinced by his own ability to complete this task as but buttons. Dave wants to dress up as a lady. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave <laughs> was, always wanted to dress up. I mean up that her. desire for British men, men to, to dress, dress up as, as like kind of. women. not even women. They're not women. What like a dame? No, a dame's not a woman. It's a pantomime man in a dress. what is that? What is that? I don't know. But What is that tradition? Look, we grew up with, like, you know when everyone got... I've seen Matthew s- Kelly do it five times in my lifetime. Five. Yes, well, I mean, like, the, math, why Matthew Kelly He's five just times. always doing panto somewhere in the M25. It is a magical photo. I was, is. and it was just uh,
0: ca- captured backstage. I didn't even know the photographer got me. I just... You look beautiful. The, my wand had lit up for the first time, so I was so excited because yeah. I was like, oh, the lights are working. Like, it was just... Magic. It was, and I remember, so the runs, and it, the, the best shows to me were the all-kids shows, like when they bust in the kids oh, from the schools, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? The daytime shows. And I remember the last one that I did, and I remember the curtain coming down and just looking at these little girls in the audience who were also holding their little wands and just the look on their faces. i oh, don't you? That made me cry now. I did cry. And, it, it, you know, even the last <laughs> final show, it was whatever, like adults, like, great. But, but it was that last kids show where I was like oh, remember this moment, remember this moment. And just their faces. And I just remember thinking like, don't forget this, don't forget this, don't forget You're
1: this. You're right this. to hold that because it's the antithesis of the cynicism of the comedy circuit. It's like the other end of a massive long stick. Mm-hmm. And one end is like the jaded club circuit. Yeah. kind Working men's clubs. Yeah. whatever, And then the other end is the magic of... Like you I'll say, some that. kids' mm-hmm. yeah. first exposure to. I used to be a fairy. I used to be a children's entertainer, and I had massive wings. <laughs> I <laughs> genuinely, before I became a jaded lady. Loved it. Yeah. I, I loved it. And I did used to tea. like looking into the eyes of those little girls when I used to have these little bells. They'd lie on the floor and their mum would say, Right, close your eyes and the fairy's coming now because they booked a fairy for their yeah, party. Yeah. And they'd all close their eyes and be like that. And then I'd ring these little bells. Oh. And just, and I'd be like, shut up. And then they'd go, open your eyes. And they genuinely, because they were kids, they thought I was a fairy. Yeah. And I, I mean, your wings are great, but mine were fucking amazing. They were huge. Big, spectacular. They were, yeah. they were enormous. They were ridiculous. Ugh. The woman who ran this company was mad. And she threw loads of money at the costumes. Amazing. And and I had these huge wings and body glitter and a bit of a hangover. You'd always see a bit of brass jacket, like <laughs> stank stankalaga. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. kids. But I, it, it was what you just described. There yeah. was a moment of magic. Yeah. You've really captured a moment there and created... Painted a scene that's quite special, Kerry. Yeah. You these beautiful wings coming out. The bells are yeah. being played. Body glitter, body glitter, and then just that whiff of lager. soup tenant, super. Just a little bit of a little bit lager. Just a little bit of memories of on the blue from fairy. the night before. A very yeah, real fairy. Yeah, I remember. Fe- hearing a story of another children's entertainer and they said they used to be a bit jaded and the kids were a bit full on and they'd have a hangover or whatever so they'd say to all these little kids there's a magic invisible line and if you go over it too close to me you'll die <laughs> 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 oh my god that is so harsh that is direct it's just a tincture of darkness you know what actually I think some kids need that and I, I approve <laughs> we I'm going to look at your photo, which is you and... Should we do the one your... with my mum? Yeah, because it is a great photo. It's a great photo. Yeah. Uh, and it's
0: one of my favourite bits. You like... look over the moon. Well, because the guy, one of the strippers, grabbed my butt right at the, uh, right when they took the photo. Right. He was standing beside me. In,
1: which one? The one the with the big one? smile on. Yeah, yeah, that cheeky.
0: And I was like, do, do, do. And right at p- photo time, he just like, Meh. oh He's my God. I
1: would have definitely right hooked him in And I was like, oh my God. My and immediate.
0: if you could please take a look at, where is my mother's hand? Anyway, move on. <laughs> Whoa. Why, why,
1: why, why are there strippers here?
0: So my mom, for her, um, like one the- of her birthdays, <laughs> she had never been to see male exotic dancers. My mom is a exotic. very yeah, are exotic. Yeah, why are they exotic? Because they're naked. Yeah, okay. exactly. Uh, and she just wanted to go. And my mom is a little boy crazy; she always has been. And she was like, "I just never see. I'd like to go." So I took my mother to see male exotic dancers. And this is Where? a photo. This is in Calgary, right? Uh, was You there... just
1: like look it up. Yeah. You just Google it up. Yeah. Took was it. Was, was it uh, the Chippendales? No,
0: oh, certainly not. No, 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 no. Is this mean, around
1: it's... the time of the full Monty sort
0: of time? Yeah. 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 And yeah. A lot of that. yeah. And this was at a club called the Back Alley, which was a real skeezy club in Calgary at That's the time. Ooh, interesting. Nice. You yeah.
1: this guy's face here yeah. he looks like he's very surprised <laughs> that he's even there yeah. yeah he's like I hope this, this is- isn't public because I'm, I'm on a couple of registers yeah. <laughs> day one yeah exactly <laughs> why am I <laughs> No! Okay, don't bring no that. no kids, no kids. It's a weird But I love experience. it that it's a kind of my mom wanted to go, so we took my mum. Well, and
0: I <laughs> think this is a thing, like for my mom particularly, I was like, you have never experienced anything like this and you want to experience this, so I am going to take you. Yeah. And
1: we will go. And it feels naughty. And, uh, and and also, it's not, you can't take it too seriously. It's quite reverent and daft as well. So, you know. And, and your mom she was angry because like- they don't take it all off. That is another thing oh, they didn't take angry, it all off. Yeah, she feel, was like, relieved. why don't they take it all off? I was like, because of women like you." <laughs> so tell us about the love of your life let's finish with this last yeah. picture so love of my life this
0: is greece this is the first time we went to greece danny is a comedian as well but we didn't meet through comedy we met at a wedding and my friend Haley ellis another comedian kept trying to push us together she's like i just think you two would really we had never met so i no lived in manchester we had never met never met Met at this wedding. We were both so hammered. Like, I don't even remember what we said to one another. (laughs) So
1: romantic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then from that moment on, we were just together. Because then I went to Canada shortly after. He took me on one date. I just moved to London from Manchester. Then I met Danny. Then I went back up for one date. And then I flew to Canada for a month. And he called me. He Skyped me every day for a month. And that's when I was like oh okay well he's not messing around like yeah, he is like he's keen yeah so and then just from that point on we've been together so it's been 10 years now um he's just such a he's such a joy like he's just a happy energy yeah you know uh, which is
1: which is really nice yeah he's a good comedian guy comedian couples when they work they work yeah Because people are always a bit like you shouldn't and blah, blah, blah. But we all know that it can really work. Yeah. Because you really do have the same kind of life and worldview and you get each other. He's really happy for you. He's really happy for your success. There doesn't seem to be any part of him that's like, oh God, I'm just so annoyed when you got that thing. He's like, oh my God, Alison, that's incredible. So it can work when you have that yeah when you when you always wanting the best for your partner and yeah. for their success to be your success when you can share it yeah yeah uh because otherwise it's not gonna work yes and that's right. when it doesn't that's work, when it doesn't mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but but yeah i mean i've met danny many times he's such a lovely guy yeah and do i you think gig together much we get to
0: look so it's been nice in the last few years that more promoters are like hey do you want danny want to do the gig together and i'm like yeah like and and it is nice because i don't ever want to make it like well you have to book us together. but with local promoters now they're beginning to realize like oh dude, they can save on a hotel room yeah absolutely <laughs> That's how they're I like so. he can open you can close you guys want to bring the dog like yes all of that oh, yeah so it's like it just makes
1: it much more attractive yeah, prospects doesn't totally. it yeah you know? or
0: like if i have to miss on family things or you know like if i have to leave for gigs or something and just to have them look at me and smile and be like go make that money honey Go make that money. You know, like he's like you are. If when you're out, I know that money has been made. Good. Go get it. Go get
1: it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say go make those people laugh. Make no, no laugh. go get that money, no, honey. No. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Okay. You know. we <laughs> already established. It doesn't matter how the gig goes, as long as we all get paid. You get paid. It's yeah. great. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. I thought sometimes... you wanted to evoke those children's faces at that Panto vibe, no. that kind of magic, that kind of Not them joy and on a Saturday night. Which yeah. is
0: why maybe touring will be fun because maybe You'll I get will back. get experience. You'll get that magic. You do. Stand-up.
1: Touring is different, and I would say, uh, please go and see Alison on tour. You supported me on Uh a number of different dates, and you were always brilliant. You're you're such a such a brilliant comedian and I would highly recommend anyone to go and see you if they get a chance from, on this tour um, your where can people find your dates Alison if they want to yeah. come see
0: you AlisonJuneSmith.com so go to my website the dates are listed there uh, Alison is a weird spelling but it doesn't matter Just A-W-L-Y-S-O-N, A-W-L-Y-S-O-N. my mom on. liked oh, my grandma liked a Y she said it looked more posh
1: you can do lovely twirly things with a Y exactly. speaking of a woman with a Y in her name. I should yeah. be Jennifer with a Y do you know those exist no. What? Yeah, you can do Jennifer with a Y. Did We're... you know about this? It's J E N Y F E R. Jennifer. Why do you think that? I think you should do that. <laughs> be a part of the Y team. Once I start referring to myself as Jennifer, we know I've had a stroke. Or something. <laughs> um, anyway, Alison, <laughs> it's been so lovely having you on um, this you podcast. So and not, like, that's so weird that you do have your own podcast. Right? You know. We'll be recording our podcast <laughs> later on in the week, but it's so nice having you on this podcast with. It's like podcast foot and mouth. <laughs> Do you like my haircut? I had noticed but just then got I, co- my I couldn't tell. I was like has she just done something with her hair? Yeah. It's actually my stylist said it's not radical it's maintenance so people won't be sure but I know. But you know and I and- Guess what? I know. Well, no, I know now yeah. because you told me. She's a really good hairdresser that I've found. I love her. Have you had a bit of colour in it? She bit of colour. She did my roots. She uh, She just shaped it here. And then she took my bed hair, sort of she shaped the back. She's really good. She's like a wizard. She is a wizard. Yeah. I love what she's done with your hair. The colour is Thank great. You. And this is all really exciting for when you go away. Do you find that when people say, I'm, excite- I'm doing a thing, but I can't announce it yet, and then you're like, what, you grout in the bathroom? Who cares? <clears throat> I, do find, <laughs> I do find that kind of... I can't bear I, it. I, I, Shut no. up. No, but then I, I also can't say what I'm doing, which is, you know, there we are. But also, when people say, exciting news, what? Something what to for announce me? in about five minutes. And I'm like, what, for me? Because exciting news—it only ever happens to me. Exciting news for you isn't exciting news for me. Exciting news from you is just information. Exciting—if yeah. it's exciting news, what is it? Am I going on holiday? Have I won some money? What's going <laughs> yeah, out? yeah, yeah. But you're, no, it's exciting for them. you Your exciting news—I would never say, "Guys, I got some exciting news." I mean, it's not exciting news. People do that though, don't they? They go, "I've got something to announce imminently." I don't care. And I think I don't what? care. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I've got something to announce. My gut flora is 80% <laughs> better than yours. <laughs> no, but you did have exciting times this weekend, didn't you? You went to Vienna. I went to Vienna for my dear friend Maureen Younger. Uh her I'm not allowed to say the number of her birthday, it ends in a zero. Okay. But let's say 38. And Sure. We'll say 38. That doesn't it that doesn't end in a zero. It doesn't end in a zero, but that's the number we've we've uh we've agreed upon. No, it's a lovely number. It's a lovely number. If you add a zero to that, it makes 380, so she probably won't be happy with that, to be fair. But we went to Vienna. In a gang. You went with a gang, didn't you? In a a gang of middle-aged... ladies. love a gang. Middle-aged ladies. And it was really lovely. We had fantastic weather. As somebody that is an observer of humans, as we are as stand-up comedians... I did think if I acted out some of the stuff that happened this weekend people would go you've just made that up that's not a real thing. You've tipped into national fan- what is it called that genre? Fantasy, something. Yeah. Fantasy. Where you go from naturalism into like flying. Uh, I don't know. Naturalism. It's got a heightened naturalism. No. Uh, yeah, that whatever. Something like that. Yeah. I, I might that might be not the thing that you're saying, but I do know the thing that you're saying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we were in the heightened state of naturalist fantasataskatika for the entire yeah. weekend. Um, and what was Vienna like? Vienna's beautiful. Have I don't know Vienna. No, right. Vienna is very beautiful. This is my second time. Lots to see. Obviously, Vienna, the capital of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, so like, it's like the it's so much like. I think it was the home of cult- European culture for like centuries. You know, you've got all the—I mean, there's Haydn and Strauss and Mozart and uh, Egon Schiele and Gustav Klimt and all of these fantastic painters mm. and musicians and composers. So you go to the galleries centuries. and all the architecture. Yes, you can go to and the and doing all that. And the, all of the architecture is You're stunning. So cultured. I'm very so cultured. cultured. I absorbed it. I brought it back. You're so me. highbrow. I'm very high. Hi. Of the brow. But that's more Mm. because I've got a slightly receding hairline. (laughs) Magical realism. Magical realism. Oh. Magical realism. Magical realism. That's it. Oh, my God. I can sleep tonight. Magical realism. That was going to stay with me. Where someone's, like, signing on and then they fly what do you mean going on the doll and then flying yeah yeah like they like huh? doing a big shot and then they fly that's the juxtaposition of the two notions okay well i've not seen that uh, particular episode of the, like the in train opposite. spotting when he goes swimming down the toilet yes that's that's it. it's magical realism